Nicole Contaduca is a registered dietitian nutritionist from Chicago who is dedicated to helping people make peace with food, ditch their diet mentality, and live a joyful life. Nicole is committed to helping people find food freedom through practical and experiential approaches. She believes in empowering clients to have a more positive relationship with food and their bodies to help live a more meaningful life. Nicole's passion for food and for helping people are what led her to become a dietitian, and she enjoys bringing that passion into sessions with her clients. So nice to meet you, Nicole. So nice to meet you too. I'm happy to be here. Can you let everyone know where they can find you online? Sure. My handle on Instagram is at no.binge.nutritionist. All right. I can't wait to hear more about that. Can you talk a little bit about where you started out and where you are now with your business? Sure. So my business, well, it started... Well, I thought it started when I started my Instagram back about a year ago, I would say. And that was before I had any coaching. I just decided to start an Instagram and I started posting some quotes and posting pictures of food, you know, like every dietitian does. It's like how we try to think that you need to get started. And I got a website and did all that stuff, but I never was able to make any sales from that. I did have some people comment on some of my posts, but they never reached out for any kind of counseling. And I never actually asked them to either. So I never was like, Hey, I'm available for counseling. I think I just posted and, and hoped that something would come of it and nothing had. And, and so, so now do I say now, sorry, this is now, did you ask where I go now? Yes. So that's where you started. Yes. And so now after working with Libby, I started with her in August and I no longer am posting food posts. I mean, I'll occasionally throw throw them on my stories, but they're not, not my posts anymore. I have a call to action, letting people know where to find me or how to book appointments with me. And I'm making more clear content and I'm speaking to my ideal client. So people, the type of people I want to work with are actually contacting me, which is really great because before I was really not talking to anybody specific. Like I said, I was just throwing random quotes in the air and hoping someone caught it. But now I'm talking to someone, I got more clear in my messaging and I have been doing some group programs and have gotten clients out of it. So it's been pretty awesome. That's amazing. So I mean, you literally started your business a year ago. Well, you tried to on Instagram (laughs) and it wasn't going so well. It sounds like you weren't getting the clients that you wanted. And then you started working with Libby, see if I'm right here and learn how to actually make posts that spoke to your clients so that they would and call to actions so that they actually reach out to you and become clients. Yeah. It's been a really nice change. And I don't think that those are things I would have ever known to do, you know, without working with Libby. I would have never had the format of exactly how to reach these people or how to niche down to a specific ideal client. Like I would have never had those ideas. So it was really nice to get that. I hear you, sister. I was the same with the food picks and kind of never putting out how they could work with me, hoping they would magically figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) So were you working a different job as a dietitian before that? So I had a part-time hospital job. It was just 
close to my house. So I was just doing that for honestly kind of for fun because I liked hearing about the different disease states and it's not was not my passion. So I knew I never wanted to do clinical. I was just kind of doing it because like I said, it was like five minutes from my house. Um, and I was also doing private practice. So I'm still doing private practice today, but I am no longer at the hospital that has had that has stopped and my time that I would spend at the hospital, I'm trying to spend now on my Instagram business. Oh, great. Congratulations. Yeah, it's really nice. So let's talk about the type of clients you work with. I heard your handle is no.binge.nutritionist. And uh, so what is your current niche? So my current niche is to work with women who are living in a city urban area And they're between the ages, I would say my ideal age is like 26, 27. So, but maybe a range between like 26 and 34. And they are really struggling, stuck in the restrict binge cycle. And it's really keeping them from moving forward with their life. So it's, it's holding them back in relationships or from forming relationships with other people, friends around them are getting married, having babies. And they're really just stuck, you know, stuck, not being able to form a relationship because their whole life revolves around food and they're not really able to move forward in life because without forming relationships, how do you get married? How do you have kids? You know, and everyone else around them is doing those things. So this is the last part of their life that is really holding them back, which is why then they seek help. Because if you're not moving forward with those big milestones, then obviously there's something wrong and you need to figure out how to go about getting help for that. And that's where I come in. That is so very, very clear. Like, it sounds like you really know exactly who you want to work with and who you're talking to. I would love to hear how your niche evolved, like where you started out. Is that who you started out talking to or how has that evolved? So my ideal client has always been the same person, but I have changed, I guess, my way of attracting that person. So in the beginning, I thought that my ideal client was kind of more so worried about the restriction part of like not eating enough food and always being on a diet. And I had also thought I could talk to like the realm of different types of eating disorders. I guess that's where the trouble comes in is because my private practice is solely based out of eating disorders. And I don't necessarily want to work with eating disorders, someone who's in like the throw of an eating disorder, more so of like disordered eating where it's like not as like clinically diagnosed. So I had to do a little bit of changing with wording there because I was using a lot of clinical speak and I didn't want to attract someone who was actively engaging in eating disorder behavior. So I'm more so I'm having someone who is, you know, restricting a little and then binging, but not in the clinical aspect. So it's evolved in that at first I was focusing on the fact that they were just dieting, but then I realized dieting is not the biggest problem. You know, when they're dieting, they're feeling good. They're able to lose weight and they're feeling good and they're eating their plain chicken breast and broccoli and feeling happy with themselves. But then once the diet fails and they end up like on this week long binge fest of all the foods that the diet that they were on didn't allow is when they feel like a failure is when they feel like they are out of control. And that is what the biggest problem was. It is the binging aspect of this all. And so 
that's when I realized I really needed to focus on binge freedom and stopping binge eating rather than just solely stopping dieting. That is very interesting. What a great story of how you basically, it sounds sounds like had a lot of experience private practice working with eating disorders and how you really thought that you knew their biggest pain point or problem. And then you figured out that it wasn't actually what you thought that the problem was in the binging and made that super clear, right? From your Instagram handle, they will know exactly that that's what you can help them with. Yes, exactly. And so like, I would always say during content calls, like, binge freedom. I'm going to put that like Las Vegas lights on my content. So you know exactly what you're getting when you're looking at my page. That is exactly what Libby tells us to do, isn't it? Make it clear, easy, simple. Yes. Let them know exactly what to expect. So that's exciting. And what a great thing to be helping people with. So have you always had a dream of running your own business? I have, like, I've always known going back to like, I have a degree in business and then I went back to school to become an RD. I mean, I've always known I wanted to do private practice and that is what I'm doing already, but I always knew I also wanted to own my own business and do my own kind of private practice. I didn't ever think it would be this like virtual over Instagram. I thought I would have a like brick and mortar type location and I would be going to my office which maybe I'll have someday because it would be nice to get out of my house, but I did not imagine it would be like this. I imagined it differently, but I'm glad in the way it's transpiring instead. So what made it transpire this way? What made you start to do this Instagram marketing and take it online? So last year, I, I saw Libby about yeah, like a year ago, like right when I started my business and I actually had done an interview with her then to possibly coach with her. But then after talking with her, I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to start this myself. Like I can do this. I saw these other dietitians that were doing it and I'm like, I can do it. You know, if they can do it, I can do it. So <laughs> a year later, here we were, and I was not doing it. And so that's why I was like, I need to find, you know, I need to hire a coach. I need someone who knows what they're doing to help me push me in the right direction. And I think it's just really that I was seeing everyone else be successful in this way. And it made more sense. And, you know, COVID happened. So I'm like, well, I can do this for my house. And I was like, this is great. And then after seeing Libby's model, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is even way easier than doing you know, she has that group model that she promotes now. This is so much easier than even doing one-on-one sessions. Like this is fabulous. So I'm really happy with the way it's going now than I guess how I envisioned it originally. Love it. There's such a bunch of good points there. One, get help like right now. Just don't, I think a lot of us, probably all of us at first think that we could do it ourselves and just working with Libby or an expert like Libby expedites your progress and makes it so much faster and easier and more clear to know that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And when things get hard, you also have the backup that you are doing it right. And it's just groundbreaking having that help. And I, I can't emphasize enough how important it is to just do that as fast as possible. So you don't waste a bunch of time like you did. And like I did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, 
And also that group program situation where, you know, we can go from one-on-one, which is great to get experience, but to then have a group where we can make it more affordable for people and also make more money ourselves and stay sane while we're able to help so many more people. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is so much more affordable for the, you know, for the regular person who really needs this help. And it's, yeah, it ends up being less time consuming, which is great. (laughs) Absolutely great. So you are doing an amazing job on Instagram, obviously, and you've learned a lot. Do you have one or two tips you could share with our listeners about how to effectively build the know, like, and trust factor? Well, you absolutely need to show your face. You need to go on stories. You need to make people get to know you. And just by putting content out there, it's not enough. I mean, I started including myself in content and I was getting a lot of more traction and more impressions and reach and that helped, but it really helped more once I started including myself and my life a little bit. So then people trusted me, like instead of just trusting a random bot or whoever, you know, is behind the name, they're seeing that I'm a real person and that I have feelings and that I have struggles. And I think that really helps people to relate and want to work with you because then they know that like you could understand or you have compassion for what they're going through. So I assume that you do that in your stories. I do that in my stories. Like I share a little bit about my family. I share sometimes what I'm cooking, what I'm doing. I try to relate it back to food freedom and all foods fit. So I try to wrap that all together, but I definitely do show my personal, personal side of myself too, like with my family, just so people see that I am a real person and not just like a cold face behind the business. Yes. Yeah. It's those food photos don't have to go in the trash. They can go in right into your stories. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's so important for the people to actually see your face at first, maybe just in still photos and share a little bit about yourself in the captions. And then I hear you that really getting to show your personality where you can do that in videos, in IGTV or in stories just is a game changer, isn't it? Yeah, totally. And that is not something that I liked at all before this. I am I I have a personal Instagram and I barely post. I post pictures of my kids, but I never do stories. Before this program in August, I never posted a story, not, never posted a picture of myself or like a story of myself talking. Oh my gosh, that was like forbidden. But now the more I've done it, the easier it's become. And now like, I don't even get nervous about it. I remember I used to like dread it, like, oh my God, I have to post myself today. Like, ah, I don't want to do it. And now it just feels like, you know, a girl in my group was like, you just got to rip off the bandaid. You just got to do it. And I've lived by that since. And now it's, it's easy. Like, I don't even care what I look like anymore. It's like now, like before I had my hair done and I'd look pretty. And now it's like all those rules out the window. I'm just showing up. That's so funny. And I think people like it more that way somehow. Like they, they feel like you're just more real when you show up sweaty or with your hair in a bun or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think we all do that at first it's like makeup and nice outfit. And then it turns into, you know, tank top and messy bun. (laughs) (laughs) They have to learn that they're going to 
work with you, you're going to be you. And when you're actually working together, you may not always be perfectly coiffed, right? Yes, absolutely. Love it. So fantastic. Thank you. Those are great tips. Basically rip the bandaid off, get on there. And it does get so much easier as you get going and as you get used to it. Yeah. And now I honestly feel the other way. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't post today. It's like, I have to get on. Like it was used before. It was like, oh no, I can't post. I have to post today. Now I'm like, okay, I have to post. I'm so excited. Like I have to get, so I want to do it. Right. Night and day difference. I have something to share. I know exactly who I'm talking to. I know it will help them. It's like, I call them my Insta friends. Yes. Great. Love it. So let's talk a little bit about money since you've already been able to give up your part-time job. How much have you made and what are your goals short-term and long-term for money? So as of today, I've made 1800 and I'm starting my second group next week. And my short-term goal is to get to 5k months and then my long-term would definitely be 10K months. Like that would be amazing. But for right now, and I guess the upcoming next few months and maybe the first quarter of the new year, I'd really like to hit 5K. That sounds like a great goal. Congratulations. Thank you. So with this money that you've made from sales, obviously it gave you a little bit of freedom to get away from the hospital job, which was fun for a minute, but not what (laughs) you really wanted to do. What else does it give you? Well, I am starting or trying to pay off my school debt, which is really important. But then my long-term goals of having, being able to work from my house are just being able to work less hours and be more present for my kids. I mean, they're young now, but they'll eventually, I'm sure, have a million activities. So I want to be around for all of that. And then I would love to have a lake house. I would love to have a house in Florida and then maybe even a bigger house that I'm in now so that I could have my own office. So a lot of houses I have in my future. <laughs> Come to Florida. I'm in Florida. <laughs> what part are you in? I'm in Sarasota. Okay. I would love to go. Is that North, right? Is that south of Tampa? Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Tampa, have you been to Burns Steakhouse? I'm yes. Podcast. That is the best restaurant in the entire world. Yes. Food freedom. You can go eat at Burns Steakhouse and eat whatever oh, you want. God, I, oh, my husband and I obsessed. Uh, Everyone listening, go to Tampa and go eat at Burns Steakhouse. (laughs) Yes. So good. (laughs) So, so I love those goals. I mean, to be able to go to Burns Steakhouse, which is not cheap to have a house in Florida, to have multiple houses, to be able to make that money, those 10 K months or more, and also be present for your kids and work from anywhere and don't work long days. So you have time for family, but those are amazing. That's what it's all about is being your own boss and setting your own hours and making the money you want to have that freedom. Love it. Okay. So around money, I love those goals. That's so exciting. Uh, I would love to hear if you have had a money story, like, have you had any beliefs about money, anything from childhood, anything you want to share about money story? 
Yeah. So I grew up, I mean, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. I always grew up like, you know, knowing you had to have a job and you needed to work for your money and earn your money the hard way. So like for me to tell my parents that I would, I'm making money from social media is so strange. Like my mom's an immigrant. She thinks it's crazy. Like she just has like, doesn't understand any of how this works. So it's really funny. So I, yeah, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. And then, so to be making my own money, it's exciting. And to be my own boss is really exciting too. And to make my own schedule. That's another thing my family thinks is just crazy. Like my dad's retired. He'll stop by and see me and my husband both working from home. And he's like, this is so strange. Like, are you working? Like, can I be over here? Like, it's just so different than I think what their generation is used to. But my money story now, it's been really helpful for me to read certain money books. So Get Rich, Lucky Bitch, or You're a Badass at Making Money. Those have been really helpful for me because I've realized places where I wasn't good with money. So I've really started tracking everything. I have different Excel sheets that help me track everything that I'm making, everything that I'm spending. It's helping me with deducting the right amount for taxes so that come year end or when tax season comes, I'm not scrambling trying to figure out how much I make. Those kinds of, those books really did help me. And those were recommended in the program just because I didn't realize the places that I was really struggling with money. I didn't even realize I was struggling. So, you know, that really helped to put perspective and how important it was to keep track of things like that in order to run a successful business. Yeah. It's funny how as dietitians we're most of us are so diligent about tracking. We definitely understand keeping a food budget, but we, a lot of us like never figured out how to run a business or to have like a business financial budget. And it's definitely a learning curve. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So great book recommendations. That's exciting. Uh, I'll have to check those out. So can you tell us exactly how you've used Instagram to grow your business? talk to us a little bit about it, but uh, walk us through your content creation process and how you develop messaging. So I am part of a lot of different Facebook groups that have to do with binge eating, intuitive eating, food freedom. And through those groups, I just scour to see like what the main issues are. And I also, you know, with my private practice, I work a lot with binge eating. So I get a lot of content through that as well. I also have my own personal experience with disordered eating. So I'm able to recall back to the days that I was struggling and really use that as well. But the content is not really difficult just because I feel like I've worked with within this niche for so long that I, it, it's easy for me to make the content. And I guess too, with, with being in groups, the girls that are in my group now, I, I use a lot of what they say for content too, which is really great. And I've been getting a lot more reach and impressions on Instagram because I'm using actual pe- people in my group's actual experience, which people really like, you know, I notice when I use someone else, you know, someone's win client win that the engagement goes way up. So I like doing that. I've been doing that the past few weeks and I've really had a great response. So every week, how, how I make my content is I just go and I see what content did best and I recreate those top posts and I do that every week. And that's how I pick out what I'm doing and just how I pick out 
exactly like what foods I'm going to focus on in my posts. It's basically just, I try to do it seasonally to figure out like what makes sense. Like last week was Thanksgiving. So my, I had a lot to do with different pies or leftover food or how to eat all foods at Thanksgiving, like stuffing and mashed potatoes and not feel guilty. So it's really trying to stay seasonal, being current. So like, you know, around the election, we, I posted a lot around that, you know, it's really staying in the, in the no and like, and no, and just staying current. I lost train of my thought for a second there. No, like, and trust. Yeah. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you just threw out so many important points starting out when you don't know exactly the messaging in on Facebook groups or just trying to find your ideal client where they hang out and listening to them and, that's, I'm sure, through all of those experiences is how you learned that their big, biggest problem wasn't the actual dieting. It was the binging afterwards. And so you shifted your messaging to reach your niche. And also just then once you get clients, learning from them and hearing them and using those words and struggles and client wins, definitely to speak directly to that person who needs the hope that maybe they can actually overcome it as well. Yes. I think another thing, well, a learning curve I'm having now is, so my ideal client is in her mid twenties and I am not. Um, And I'm realizing that their language is a little bit different than mine. So I've been going through and trying to like, see what the cool trends are of what people are, how people are talking or the acronyms that they're using now. So that's been kind of fun. That's funny. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. Learning to speak your ideal client speak. And if it's a different generation than you, yes, that's absolutely important to get into the, their groups and listen to how they're speaking. So you can just relate, seem relatable. Yeah, exactly. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. So those are great tips. The dietitian boss method teaches that you have to get started imperfectly. What did that look like for you and how have you adopted from there? Yes. So definitely starting imperfectly is hard for a dietitian who wants to do everything perfectly and with a plan. So that was scary at first, but I just accepted that. And instead of me killing myself, trying to figure out content right away and trying to make sure I had the perfect content and like the perfect color scheme for the first couple weeks of the program. I just reposted like other dietitians that I really liked their work. So I did that and created my own captions for those. And that saved me a ton of time in the beginning, because as I was figuring out the whole program and the gist of it and how to go about making my own content, I was still getting my content out there, like my beliefs out there and getting some followers, which was good. And like being able to talk to my ideal clients, I was posting things that resonated with me and with them. So then after a few weeks of that and doing some market research and really figuring out kind of how I wanted my feed to go, then I started making content and it was really hard at first. It took me a lot of freaking time to figure out Canva and the editing stuff. And then the captions were taking me a long time and that in the beginning took a lot of time. And I'm like, oh my God, is this ever going to get easier? 
But now it's so simple. Like I can do it all really fast. Like I give myself a 10 minute time limit for captions. My content creation is just basically recreating from last week. So it's just changing up a few words and pictures and images. So it doesn't take long at all. And I really enjoy it. So I used to think that this was something I would dread. And I was like, oh, I'm not creative. Uh, I don't, not good with art. Like it won't look good. But now I love it. Like I love doing the content. I feel good at what I'm doing. I feel confident in what I'm doing. And so now I look forward to it. I, I really enjoy it. That's so true. And such good tip to kind of play with using other people's posts, of course, give them credit, but using other people's posts who you admire and it's nice for them because they're getting credit and they're getting, you know, getting their word out there, but you're also seeing what your people like, like how many, who likes what better without wasting a bunch of your time trying to create it. And then once you hit your stride, you make, you do you and you figure out how you can recreate some of those things that worked really well in your own words and your own style. And then it does get so much easier from there. Once you figure out, once you get in the rhythm of like, Hey, this works great. Here's my three types of posts. And I'm just going to kind of keep that template in Canva and switch out pictures and switch out words. Mm -hmm. Great, great, great tips. So you're doing really well. I would love to hear how you approach sales and how your mindset has evolved. Yeah. So my mindset has definitely changed. I used to be one of those people who would be so nervous about talking about the price and I'd be really scared about giving the price. And it's still something that I'm working on, but I definitely feel more confident and asking for the money. I know now that my services are worth what I'm charging. And I even think that my services are worth more than what I'm charging. And so I'll plan on charging more as it gets the, as you know, as my group expands, but I definitely used to be really scared like that I would get a discovery call and I'd be so nervous. And I really, I treat them now. Like I, I remember I watched some scripts on how to like have a, uh, a good discovery call, but now I really created my own and just tried to make it a conversation between me and the other person and try to make it a little more personal. I'll say I still have some work to do, but I'm getting better every time I'm getting a little bit better and you know, you could only get better. Absolutely. Yeah. Practice makes perfect and just doing it and practicing. And like you said, preparing, listening to some of Libby's sales examples and kind of making a little script for yourself. Love it. And you're doing great. Sounds like, and raise your price when you're ready. And one more question, and then we'll wrap up. And I so appreciate your time. Can you provide a specific example on how the dietitian boss method has empowered you? Yeah. So the people in my group have really all empowered me. I felt like we had a really supportive group and everyone was out there doing the same thing, putting themselves out there. And it really helps, I think, to see other, other women, other dietitians doing this and supporting one another. Cause I think when you're able to support other people, it just brings positivity to yourself and so I just feel really empowered as a woman in dietetics to be my own dietitian boss. Like this whole group really empowered me to do that. And it has empowered me to do, make this program that I would have never done before. And 
continuing to stay in contact with the girls in my group and having them contact, you know, comment on my posts or like write me a comment in my stories. It just makes me feel good. And it makes me feel like I have a support group who I've never met, but I feel like I have. And that's really cool. That is so cool. Women supporting women and especially having a group of dietitians who understand all of the struggles that we share and it is having that group support is such an important part and also helps you realize that you providing group support for your ladies in your group, same thing. They're going to feel like that camaraderie and like, I'm not alone in this, in these struggles that I have. So, so you are amazing. And I want you to tell everyone where they can find you one more time so they can all go follow you on Instagram. I am at, no.binge.nutritionist. Yay. So you'll have Yay. a lot more Insta friends after this. <laughs> I'm so excited. Follow Yay. me. All right. And I want to thank you again for your time. And I hope you have a great evening. Thanks so much. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.